Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadi, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of July 31st, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. And Gray. What's happening, dudes? Woohoo, we are all three back. It's uh, been a while. <laughs> yes, no, we were all three back last week. It's been a long week, though. Uh- it's been a long week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, an understatement. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to what we have been listening to this week. Let's start with you, Gray. I've been listening to Kenshigo Nezu, Kenshigo Nezu, and Kenshigo Nezu. <laughs> you might notice a pattern there. So, uh, so LOL, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yes, uh, but no, uh, seriously, I've been listening to a ton of Kenshi Yonezu. I just discovered that Ivy have been dropping, uh, each of the members of the group have been doing a solo song, and four out of five members have already dropped theirs. I don't know when the fifth one's coming, but all four of them are fantastic. I even sent one of them to Ken, and he liked it, so it, it also made my new thing that we're doing, the Ongaku Go, so yeah, Ayumi uh, from Utah or by Yuta from Ivy is, is a fantastic song. Definitely recommend that. Uh, go check out that, that full list. Uh, everyone's list is very interesting. And uh, I liked, I liked seeing what everybody else has been listening to. So that's a fun project that we're, that we're starting and that's really fun. And uh, other than that, nothing too much. I, I think I listened to, High five for like a hot minute, and yeah, LOLs work it out. I think I was listening to a little earlier today. Nothing too special. What have you been listening to, Luna? Being honest, not really much this week. I just too much going on. Um, what I have been listening to, you know, Zukenshi, pretty much like Ray said, we're doing something new called Ongaku Goal, and the five tracks I did put on there are pretty much what I've been addicted to all throughout july so cream kira banana lemon kodokumi um and millet i'm still i still go back to millet because i love her music but listen to some hodia yui when i did when i did have my car this week and stephanie who i don't know if anyone remembers her anymore she she hasn't been around for a little while um and that's pretty much it. I haven't been listening too much, unfortunately. What about you, Ken? So I've been listening to a lot of indie, who I've talked about prior. His new EP, Outdoors, just came out, so I've been kind of going full blast with that. I've been also listening to a lot of Kenshi Yunezu. There is a reason why, but uh, you'll find that out in about a week or two. I've been also listening to Exile Atsushi with his Love Ballads album. It's really good. It's been a while since I kind of sat down with it. And like the other two previously said, if you guys haven't noticed on our site, we have this thing called Ongakugo, which is pretty much our top five songs that we kind of been listening through throughout the month. So I figured we're halfway through the year of this terrible terrible year <laughs> and i figured we start something to tell you guys what we've been listening to on a more monthly basis compared to just you know just listening to us to the show because we might mention one thing and then forget about talking about it in the next week's episode but this is more of a overview for the month so it's uh, really good hopefully you guys really like that 
and go check that out yes i've been also checking out the cowboy bebop official soundtrack because like we mentioned a couple weeks prior sunrise released all of their anime soundtrack stuff on the streaming services so a lot of tank i've been jogging around with that in my ears so oh and also a lot of syrup and d4 dj but it's more of the same of what i've been listening to last week I'm a little upset that Sunrise didn't drop the soundtrack for Outlaw Star because I was really looking forward to digging into Through the Night. And yeah, I, that did not also happen. Kinda, it's also kind of weird because Outlaw Star is more of our kind of thing. It's not not really big in Japan. It was more that's of that's us. that's very true too. That's very a it was a lot bigger in the West than it was in Japan. That's very true. So, you know, they're, they're, that's an unholy other thing of why they probably weren't able to put a lot of things because they're thinking about the international market and they're thinking more so from their point of view what was much more of a hit. That's fair. But, eh, well, well, regardless, let's with that, let's continue on to the news here. And great, you have the first piece of release news, so go right ahead. Yes, so this week we are leading off the news with an article about the girl idol group Empire as they have announced they're going to be dropping a brand new EP titled Super Cool EP. It's right there in the name and is going to be released within the next week because it's set to come out on August 5th. The new EP is going to have a total of seven brand new songs and a lot of the girls from the group actually wrote the songs that are on the EP so... A lot of this was written by the girls themselves, which is pretty cool. It, it's not too often we see idol groups do that kind of thing. So that's pretty cool. It's being dropped in three editions total. And the Blu-ray edition comes with a cassette tape as well. So if you are if you have a cassette player, you're, you're locked and loaded and ready to go. But yeah, we have the full listing on the site. You can definitely check that out along with the full track listing. And there's also a teaser for the super cool EP on the site. So if you're very interested, give that a look-see. All right. So next up is I Don't Like Mondays is enjoying the Sunflowers with the new collaboration. Those of you who don't know, they are a Japanese fusion rock band and one of our Music Corner alumni, which you can read about on our site. They announced a special collaboration with New York-based rock band Great Good Fine OK. They, the band Great Good Fine OK has been fans of I Don't Like Mondays for quite some time. So this is pretty much a dream collaboration from them. And actually, it's past the date. So the song Sunflower is out as of July 22nd. And you can check that out on all digital platforms. I Don't Like Mondays also announced they were, they did their first paid streaming live on July 15th. So hopefully we will actually see more paid lives by them in the future because I love them and they would be amazing to see live. And then continuing on up the lovely popular voice actress turned vocalist Yukari Tamura released a music video for her track Catch Me Cats Me on her YouTube channel. Touched to her then upcoming album Candy Tough which was released last month on June 24th. It has a lovely, bubbly composition to match our very girly personality. You can check out all the information about that on our site. And she's dressed up like a cat in this one. It's it's very interesting to watch. I love her. I love Tamuro Yukari. She's so cute. And I love her voice, too. All right. Moving on up to our next article, where we'll be talking about 
Mocha Sato, as she has revealed that she is going to be working with Tendre on her upcoming album title, Glints. Uh, the new album title is a slight nod to Glitter, if you could not tell, and is going to feature a seasonal theme. Tendre was in charge of arranging the lead song of the album, also titled Glints, and is going to serve as a summer song. If you are interested in this article, at the time of the writing of the article, the pre-orders were not up, so unfortunately we do not have pre-order links in the article itself. But if you want the full track listing and... Uh, you want to check out, uh, get an idea for what she sounds like. Uh, we have her music video for Melt Butter, so you can definitely give that a look-see if you're interested. All right, next up is Glay brings democracy to fans' homes. So those of you who don't know, Glay is an industry staple, staple and popular Japanese rock band, and they announced their latest tour, Glay Arena Tour 2019 to 2020 Democracy 25th Hotel Glay The Sweet Room. That's a mouthful. So this will be hitting shelves on August 12th, and it is available on Blu-ray and DVD. So this release will include their final performance of their arena tour that took place at Yokohama Arena in January. The guitarist, Hisashi, took control of the production of this tour with the concept theme of Hotel Glay, Satsujin Jiken, which is pretty much murder case, so theme of murder, that's, if you like serial killers and criminal minds, this is totally up your alley, and I know it's up my alley. So, this release will actually include a lot of bonus features, such as a director's cut version, there will be documentary on it, and there will be eight different types of end roles for each performance and audio commentary by the members. So... The fans can pretty much choose, like I said, between DVD and Blu-ray. The releases include the same bonus features. However, they will be spread out in multiple discs if you do choose DVD as Blu-ray holds more. Um, if you are a member of Glaze Fan Club, however, there is a special G-Direct limited edition, which includes extra bonus features and live performances. You can pre-order your copies below on our website and check out the grand the hotel glay grand finale tour that is on youtube along with the cover art for the tour as well and then continuing on up to music corner alum sorane released the music video for hitchrack girl on his youtube channel the video was released to celebrate the release of his then album 19 fact that released a couple weeks back and was produced by shimurino and brought to life by his unique collaborator, Koji Koji. You can check out more information about this, along with the music video for Girl, on our site. Alright, so next up is Eimer and Yugi Kajiuda do a collaboration single together. So those of you who don't know, Eimer is a famous Japanese vocalist who does a lot of anime and... Yuki Kaijura is also a who does a lot of anime is a famous composer and was also part of the girl group Calafina which she produced and took a part in so they are bringing a special single to commemorate the release of Fate Stay Night Heaven's Feel 3 Spring Song on August 15th the single will be titled Hana no Uta slash I beg you slash Haruwa Yuku and it will be released the same day as the third and final installment of the New Fate movie. So Yuki Kajiura has composed and produced many of the famous anime, along with all the Fate Stay Night, Gundam Seed, Noir, Kata no Kyokai, 
Sordon Online, those are just to name a few. Imer has also participated in a lot of those, so this makes it an amazing collaboration. Having these two together, you know you're getting something really good. So this release will contain all three tracks that were produced and composed by Yuki Kajura and, vocal and vocalized by Imer, along with an new arrangement of Haruwa Yuku and a new version of Hana no Uta. There will be several editions, which you can check out on our site, along with track listing and a special music video. And then continuing on to the Imer train just a little bit more, she announced that she will be releasing a brand new single, Spark Again, on September 9th. This will be the latest out release done by the artisans Haruwa Haruyuku slash Marie back in March and will be her 19th single overall. And this is to kick off her ninth anniversary in the music industry. Spark Again is set to become the opening theme song for the second season for the popular shonen anime, Fire Force, which I know you are probably being a huge fan of, right, Gray? Yeah, I love Fire Force. And season two is already premiered. I think there are four episodes in. I'm mm-hmm. I'm behind on a lot of things, so I haven't had a chance to stay caught up. Oh, I was but... gonna say, have you have you been <laughs> able to listen to the track? <laughs> I, I've heard the track. Well, I when they were doing like all the previews for the season, uh, you could hear mm-hmm. the track in, in a lot of the previews. So it, it's pretty good, uh, pretty solid. I'm not the biggest Imer fan. I'm hit and miss yeah, with her I, sometimes. I, I know. <laughs> but but it's uh uh, well, it's mostly for any new listeners, but I, I thought this is a pretty solid track. I think this is pretty good. I, it's a definitely mm. a hit for me, so uh, I'll, I'll recommend it. And yeah, hopefully soon I can give you guys my thoughts on Fire Force because season one was phenomenal. I love season one, so hopefully season hopefully I can get caught up soon on season two. But yeah, yeah. So it will release with three editions. You can check out all that. On our site, along with the music video for Spark Again on our site as well. And then continuing on up to the lovely five-member Korean girl group, Exit. I always I always have difficulty of how am I sp- supposed to pronounce this. But I think it's Exit, right? I would say yes. Exit, yes. Yes, it's Exit. Okay. They announced that they will be releasing a brand new album called Bl- Blessed. And it's spelled B-L-E-S-S. ED with all dots in between on August 19th. This will be the latest album release since Trouble back in May of last year and will be their second Japanese album overall. It will feature 10 tracks and it will include both the Japanese version of their hit track I Love You Lie and Cream. And one of these tracks will be produced by DJ Taku of Mflow Flame. So the album will release with two editions and you can check out all that information on our site including a music video short preview for their song bad girl for you on our site as well i'm actually really excited about this because a lot of the songs on their new album are japanese versions from their first korean album street which is very out of print and i'd love a copy so if anyone wants to sell me one um (laughs) but it's i really enjoyed street and i'm very excited to hear the japanese versions of the of these tracks and i want to see if they change up the composition at all and see how it goes so mm. i'm excited i really like exit and then continuing on to the lovely vocalist hanya announced that he'll be releasing a brand new album called juni hatsu on july 29th of this past week this will be the latest album release done by the 
done by him since his best of album the best album back in november of 2018 and will be his ninth album overall it will release with total tracks total and dropped with two editions you can check out all that information including the music video for his song intro on our site and then continuing on to the lovely music corner alum syrup he released the music video for his track helpless romantic on his youtube channel originally released back in may across all digital music streaming platforms the track was sound produced by starro and his usual collaborator shin sakura it's interesting because this was during the time that they were doing this was the whole stay at home thing because of the ongoing crisis so the entire music video is done animated so you can check out that interesting style that they did for this track honestly including the digital streaming platform links on our site as well. And then continuing on to the popular voice actress turned vocalist Miku Ito announced that she will be releasing a brand new album in December. This will be the latest album release done by the artist since Pop Skip back in July of last year and will be her third album solo album overall. If you guys don't know who she is, she is very, very popular in the Sayu world. She is part of Pixis of this Sayu duo group and she's also part of the whole Bang Dream thing. She is the lead singer for Hello Happy World. So if you guys are interested in that. It'll include hit tracks such as Plunder, Hello Pink, and recently released track Koku no Hikari Lonely Dark. You can check out all the information about this on our site, including the music video for Koku no Hikari Lonely Dark on our site as well. And then continuing on to the four-member rock band A Flood of Circle announced that they will be releasing a brand new album 2020 on October 21st. This will be the latest album release done by the band since Center of the Earth back in March of last year and will be their 10th album overall. It'll include various tracks such as 2020 Blues, Kinshi no Uta ga Kokeru, and Hinoshima, and will drop with 12 tracks total. You can check out all the information about that on our site. And if you guys don't know who A Flood of Circle is, you can check out their song Lucky Lucky on our site as well. And then lastly, for our regular piece of news here, it is the lovely King and Prince announced that they will be releasing a brand new track called Key of Heart. And it will be used as the theme song for the upcoming sports comedy film Yawamushi Pedo releasing on october 14th if you guys don't know that it's about it's based off a very popular biking anime it was really popular when we were in japan so i'm quite razzled to see why they're doing a film now (laughs) but it is what it is you can check out all the information about that including the trailer for Yawamushi Pedal on our site. It has a small preview of the song. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the music corner here. And this week I have the reins and I introduced you guys to the lovely world of Lucky Tapes. They are a three-member fusion rock band that formed back in 2014 and actually is the sequel of their five-member band, Slow Beach. And what they're very interested of taking is the ongoing trend of bridging the gap between jazz, rock, and R&B, albeit in their own unique twists. And one of the things that differentiates them 
from the pack is their approach towards composition by creating a happy-go-lucky yet melancholy works of art so that all their listeners can enjoy. All these tracks are very interesting because they have these lovely jazz aesthetic to each track and they have a lot of things that is associated with jazz, so like a lot of dr- trumpets and sax and stuff like that. It infuses that with the rock melody that they always usually try and do. And it's very interesting how it comes out. A lot of it, if an artist doesn't know what they're doing, it ends up being noise. And I don't know. It's just, for me anyway, it works out perfectly and it fuses very, very right. And some of these examples for these this beautiful harmonic is Lonely Lonely, 22 and Lady Blue. Brings that composition to the forefront and has the listeners be engulfed by the first step of their introduction to Japanese fusion, which is very good. Not only do they do these kind of happy-go-lucky compositions, they can take it down down a pace and have a more to mid-to-low tempo track. And some of those forefront examples are Moon and Gun and Ballad are a couple of them. And it shows that, you know, they're no one-trick pony. And it's very interesting to kind of see that in in lie. One of my first introductions to this group was years ago with the moon, and just I when I first said listen to them, I was like, this is something I haven't listened to before. I was it's it's something that you guys gotta listen to kind of understand what I'm talking about. Moon is it's absolutely a great introduction to them. And 22 is also really good. It, it kind of shows what they're more modernly known for. But Lonely Lonely is probably their best track, in my opinion. But I want to hear what you guys got to say about them. I'm very interested because whenever I hear the word fusion um, and I bring it up with them, it's kind of hit or miss with you t- particularly, Gray. But I want to kind of hear your your take on them. You know... Ken, I, I thought we were friends, you know. I, I thought friends looked out for each other, but yeah, you've been sitting on this band and you know didn't didn't clue me in on it. So I want to thank for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, no, this this was fantastic. This was uh, this like hearing hearing them at first. It was like you've heard the concept "love at first sight." This was "love at first hearing." I guess is a good way to put it. I, I put on their song "Mood" and I, I, I felt the mood. If, if you catch my drift, it just like it hit me in the right way. Like because fusion is, I think it's hard. I, I think I think fusion can be hard to do because you have to take the elements of the genres you're blending that works and fuse them together. And if you do it wrong, it 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 comes out weird and it doesn't sound good but i think they really do a really good blend and mix of that r&b style that jazz style it really works well together especially that light trumpet that they throw in there and it's not every song but they do have a couple songs where they throw in the saxophone which also is really really nice and being a ex-sax player as i've stated 900 times you know i have a soft spot for jazz in my soul so i absolutely love jazz and you know jazz fusion is tend tends to be the easiest fusion pill to swallow it, it's it it's very rare that we've done a jazz fusion i didn't like so yeah no these guys are awesome uh their song mood like i said is really good just blends it well together uh 22 is a blast to listen to that's a lot of fun the vocal work on it's pretty solid too 
And um, I mean, the guy, the lead singer, his piano work is fantastic. Like really nice piano work. So the guy's super talented. Yeah, this is a great band. So I agree. I love the jazz style. And I think as a whole, they're how they have everything come together with their instruments is beautiful. I love the piano work. It is fantastic. And I think their vocals are actually really good for this. Lucky tapes relaxed me a lot this week as my stress level was through the roof. So to me, this band and their style of music was a good breath of fresh air, something nice, something to relaxing, calming. And punch drunk love was hands down, like my favorite song by them. Just something about it grabbed me and it pulled my attention to the point I'm like, I want to see what song this is. This is freaking amazing. They were, they really were a breath of fresh air. And I think everyone needs this type of style in their life. And I, I mean, you know, you're not always in the mood for it. However, this was, I, first, I didn't think I was in the mood. I started off with their newest EP, Mars. Or their new single, I mean. And, you know, I'm like, eh, I'm not sure what to think of this yet. And then I dived into 22, their EP, and I, I really liked it. I'm like, this is actually pretty solid. I'm enjoying this a lot. And then I dived into dressing. And it's, you know, 22 got my attention, but it was Punch Drunk Love that just hit me. And then Lonely Lonely mm. featuring Chara, because I love Chara. And I thought they just blended so well with her. Oh, yeah, I think... Lonely Lonely was just simply amazing. Like, it's I go back to them every so often because they're associated is uh, associated to a lot of the bands that I listen to. So it's it's interesting these kind of new new age generations of what fusion bands and groups and artists like to do. So there he's really associated to she she is summer Tendre, syrup a lot of those groupings that I've been doing. It's interesting to kind of hear that and see how they approach that and it's just phenomenal what i've been able to find like with lonely lonely it's just amazing oh oh it is and i'm glad you introduced them because they were just a very unique band and not just for that like how many jazz bands do you hear with also great vocal work and I think it, the reason I like their vocals is it's smooth. Like they have a very smooth way of transitioning, which blends so well with the instruments they use. And for me, that's like a big thing is when you're able to blend that and you want your jazz to be smooth. And that's really what they encompass in it. Mm. Yeah. So like the, the vocalist, his name is Kai Takahashi, by the way, he's, amazing just simply amazing of what i've been been hearing it's it's you don't hear such a a strong vocalist like this with this kind of genre before it's it's interesting to kind of see how they just picked up because like i said i wanted to do them for a while since i found them when we we're around tendre's when we were doing tender and tendre stuff but because they just got picked up by Universal around that time, I couldn't do them because that was the the whole rule with Indie Corner. But since Music Corner, it's been a while since I I kind of went back to them, and I'm I'm happy I did because they've been a good trip to kind of go out with, and I've been looking forward to kind of introduce them to the both of you, and I'm I'm very happy that you guys ended up really liking them. 
Yeah, and I, I remember we had a discussion on them when we were doing Indie Corner and you wanted to do them. And I think I checked out a few songs originally, but it's been a while. So revisiting them was a great refresher of their music, their sound, their style. And also something new, com- something refreshing compared to what I've been listening to this week. And it's just a nice break. And I feel like it just kind of floats you away from life. And I like it. Yeah. So, like, like I said, I, I first encountered them when I did Moon. And Moon was their latest release track. And then I think I introduced them to you around 22, around that time. So. I think it was. Yeah, and and Moon was absolutely fantastic. I've this was during their transition from their five member band Slow Beach to to Lucky Tapes, and Moon was just simply amazing. The original guitarist that they had during that time, he was just fan freaking tastic, and just made me fell in love with the band. And unfortunately, he did split off like a year or two later before they got picked up by Universal, but. Lucky Tapes haven't skipped the beat regardless because they've been going very, very strong. And Lonely Lonely and Mood and their their latest song, Actor, and their upcoming song, Blue, featuring Koji Koji. Koji Koji is another one of those vocalists that we have to keep our eye on. Is it's it's amazing. I can't I can't sing enough praises for this band. But yeah, I'm I'm happy that you guys liked it and go check them out. We have yeah. all the information on our site. Thank you, Ken, for picking them. It was a lot of fun checking them out. Thank you so much for picking them. It's always nice to discover a night another new nice band. Yep, yep, yeps. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here. And speaking of fresh of fresh air, thank God this week was amazing. <laughs> Like, let's see here. Only one, two, three songs were repeat songs. Yeah, yeah. Everything it was, else. It, it, it's everything a... else was new or we haven't revisited it in a long time. So it's really great to kind of hear this. Yeah, yeah. It, pretty much how we use Because for the longest while, like, you know, every week we would do MC. Or not MC. We, we, we would do the Oricon. You know, there would only be like two or three singles and then like we hit that period where it's like we had like seven or eight repeaters and like we were just doing like three new songs a week so it's really nice to see th- this comeback and like this freshness to the to the list uh, this is very very exciting mm. oh i completely agree i'm glad to see some new stuff on here so we all get to check it out together yes 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 but with that, let's start off to number 10, and it is Fight for Your Heart by... Uh, it's, it's very unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it is very unfortunate. With, 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 with um, Haruma Miyata. 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 It's hard to bring it up, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it is seen... You know, I know we talked about it last week and we talked that he would make the Oricon, which he obviously did. It's just sad seeing it because I so before this, before everything happened, I was working on something for a new single he was releasing and I had to listen to Fight for Your Heart 
because, you know, that was what he had. And I wanted to check him out. And I hadn't listened to his actual music, even though I was a fan of him being an actor. And I loved Fight for Your Heart. I thought it was a nice poppy jazz song. And it wasn't what I was expecting from him. It was, you know, it was really nice. And I, I loved it. And seeing it on here under these circumstances makes me really sad because I don't think this song would be on here if it weren't for what happened since this came out last year. And it, you know, breaks my heart for that reason. I'm glad he's on here so we could all listen to it and enjoy it because I, I love it. And he was so talented. And this shows that he had a very promising career as a singer not just an actor, and it just breaks my heart that we have to talk about him this way and bring it up this way. Yeah, so his... This this song in particular was very interesting because it sounds like nothing that I've really heard. I Like, the image that I have of him didn't fit the image of the person that was singing the song, if that makes any sense. Yes, that I had the same feeling. When I first heard this, I didn't expect what I was expecting because it wasn't what I was imagining him singing. And yeah, I think that's one of the reasons I loved it. It was different. I, I had figured that I would think of him as a more of a ballad singer, but no, he's kind of up and at it with, with, with Fight for Your Heart. And it's it's a nice little tap beat that you can kind of listen to, and it like broke my image of what he was, and I I would have loved to have seen this like live or hear him perform this. Mm-hmm. I would too. Yeah, the, the whole situation is really sad. Uh, I I'm not really into the Jay Cinema scene. I was not familiar with him through his acting, and I had. I had never heard a uh, fight for your heart. So you know, unfortunately it's like, you know, I'm getting to know him after the, the tragedy, which really, really blows because this, this guy is uber talented. Uh, I didn't have any precepts, uh, pre pre ideas of what to expect going into this. So it was a very interesting experience by and large. I really, really liked fight for your heart dude was really gifted vocally speaking uh, i felt like he had a gorgeous voice and he was able to carry the tone and the tenor of the song very well and it really flowed really well together and this yeah ken's right this is a upbeat song i mean both of them kind of are in a way uh but you know this song was really really good and i i thoroughly enjoyed it and, uh, you know, it's just a shame, you know, this was how th- I got introduced to it is the, the situation that it is. But, uh, you know, he, he left behind a, a legacy and at least we get to experience that. Yeah, that's for darn sure. Regardless, Fight for Your Heart sold this week a t- lovely 21,132 points. And continuing on up, it is Night Diver once again by... By... by Haruma Miura and it's 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 interesting to hear this song because for me this is the first time being really introduced to his singing voice again and it, it seems like he was trying to go for a certain theme for his his vocal releases and he's hitting that and it seemed like he was hitting that and I would have loved to hear if if he was 
able to do an album, I would have loved to hear what he was going to do with that. Because all the the two songs that we were just introduced, "Fight for Your Heart" and now "Night Diaper," are really really solid. I know, and that's the same for me. And I love "Night Diaper," and this was one I was really looking forward to. So when the video dropped, I was extremely sad, and also I because. Just with the situation, this was one before everything happened. I had this on my radar because I love Fight for Your Heart. And I was curious how Night Diver would be. And he didn't disappoint with it. The song is, I mean, same vocal work, completely different composition, and a very unique one that's memorable. And I loved it so much. And it makes me so sad how much I loved it because we're never going to see anything else. And it breaks my heart that we're not going to see him be able to do any more music because I would have loved it. He was so talented music, not just as an actor, but musically wise too. I mean, he had great vocals and he was releasing some very interesting songs that made for a memorable career. So I, I'm I'm happy it's on here and we could talk about it, but I'm also heartbroken at the same time. Yeah, Night Diver, it's, it's really different from Fight for Your Heart, but it's, you know, it's still... A very interesting track and you know it really shows his range you know the 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 range between like two songs total i, th- I think is pretty shocking in, in, a, in a way because i mean you have two si- songs that he's released and they're both radically different and the, but they're pretty solid and they they really break the mold they're they're pop songs but they you know they they're not traditional pop songs you're not gonna these aren't going to blend into the background or, you know, fade into obscurity. They, they stand out pretty well. And, you know, it, it's really obvious with, especially Night Diver, you know, he was really just getting started with his music career and he had, you know, a ton of places to go. And unfortunately we're, we're never going to be able to see where he, where he can reach, but uh, Night Diver is a fantastic song. It is uh, it is different. It's a lot different from Fight for Your Heart, but both songs are again fantastic and amazing, and they're different. They they have a different sound. They're pretty unique. They have a good uh, Night Diver had a really good dance hook to it too. So uh, you know, definitely definitely worth checking out and worth you know hearing his his last song. It's it's definitely worth it. Yeah, because it it would have been very interesting because I would have loved to have seen how the comparisons would have been with Misaki Suda because obviously they are both very high-talented actors who started going into the music career and I would have loved to have seen some sort of, I would say, rivalry or like companionship between those two. Yeah, that would have been nice. Mm-hmm. It would have been because they were both high high class actors. Mira's Mira, Mira does do the films a lot more than he does dramas now. But ironically, but it's it it would have been something to have seen. But unfortunately, because of everything that happened, this will not be the last time we'll see the song. Obviously, because this was only for digital and streaming links it it's well, it will only go up from here i know that for a fact if you guys are able to go and get this single it these two singles are probably going to be 
honestly, his legacy for the for a while internationally, it'll be very difficult to probably get his dramas, get his movies too. His movies are really really good work too. But this uh, the, these singles are already hard to get. CD Japan's been out of print since yeah. everything happened. Yeah, I, I think Amazon Japan is probably not shipping internationally for these because of just how the the high cases of it. So regardless. Haruma Miura's Night Driver sold a lovely 21,657 points. And going on up to number 8, once again, is Hadaka no Kokoro by Aimyo. So, nothing much we can say here. It's been on here for quite a while, and it's good. It looks like Aimyo is getting her staying power just a little bit longer. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely 23,424 points. And continuing on up to number 7, it is In the Summer by the lovely group Arashi. So, what do we think about this release? I'll be a little hesitant on saying all my words, but go right ahead, you guys. So, it was interesting. I, I liked it, I but I like summer songs, and I love Arashi. It wasn't my favorite by them, but it was very enjoyable. I feel like this is one I do need to give way more listens before I have a solid opinion on it. The one thing I did notice, it sounded a little out of the normal for them. It sounded very Americanized composition-wise and vocal-wise. And I can't put my finger on exactly how. I'm trying to think of how to explain why I think that. But compared to like Turning Up, which was super poppy, this one did not have that super poppy feel to it like that one did, like the very J-poppy feel. But this gave off a more like Western feel. And I I don't think that's a bad thing. I actually think it's good. You know, they can switch up their genre very easily. And they're also going, you know, they've been, I feel like I wouldn't say expanding, but they've been definitely hitting on an international audience lately, especially with Olympics coming up. So I see that as a good thing in this single and I mean, all in all, I thought it was pretty solid and I did hit the plus sign. Oh, yeah. I've been listening to the song on repeat for a while. I It popped up on my YouTube recommendations the day after they dropped it on YouTube. So I've been listening to the song on repeat for a week and a half now. And I, I love it. I, I think it's fantastic. Uh, it's, it's a little different. It, it's really interesting because it's not a high energy number or anything like that. It's very more of a laid back tune, I guess is a good way to put it. It, it strikes me as a, a reminiscent dream almost. And someone's trying to reflect upon that. And it, it it's really, really well done. Uh, I think the guys just knock it out of the park. Uh, the melody is simple, but it works and it gets the job done. And I, I, I it, it's, it's very modernized. It's it's very much a modern song, which, you know, most groups modernize. It's just how it is. And But I think they do a good blend of the traditional while still modernizing the song. And I like I said, I, I really love this song. It's not my favorite song that they do, but I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm, okay, so for for me, it is it's an okay track. I'm not gonna harp on it too hard. It's the next step of for them to be more international, and I and I completely understand that. It, for for me, it's it doesn't work. But this is just me personally. For someone who hasn't really liked 
modern Odyssey in a in a while. I haven't really liked. I mean, Turning Up was okay, and it was very close to what what the next step of what Johnny's needs to be, and that's that's what it is. But for for me, I haven't heard a really standout song in my opinion since Guts, and I know a lot of the Johnny's fans are gonna kill me for saying that. Because they, they have they have great songs that released in between those those albums and turning up is one of them. But me personally I haven't really enjoyed a song by them besides Turn Up since Guts and that's years ago now. <laughs> but like I said, it's it's modernized because it needs to be because of probably this was gonna release during the Olympic time and this was probably one of the songs that they already had in the in the in the back but already made and already ready to go during around that time so it's it's fine i i completely understand that and i i know that i always harp on the idol industry to they need to evolve and need to not be the same old thing and it it's just how they take the next level it'll be a little i'll, I'll be a little defensive on my boys here <laughs> let's just say that much <laughs> if you kind of understand what i'm saying here yeah no, I completely understand. I mean, you've been a fan for them for so long, and I completely get it. And I like hearing your take on it too. As I'm a, I'm not as I'm a little bit of a newer fan to them, mm. so it's I like seeing the different perspectives, especially going back and listening to their older stuff. I completely get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm I'm still getting a feel for them, and you know, like I said, I, I I'm with Luna. I'm very much a recent fan you know within the past six to seven months I've, I've become a fan of Arashi and so um and it's it's weird uh it's always weird when like you have a history and a legacy with a group and then you know they kind of change and it, it sometimes like you can feel like they're not the group that you fell in love with anymore and it, it can be very difficult to reconcile that but you know I I, I still think you know they, they do a good job and, yeah, and, uh, yeah. It, like I said, this song is great. It's not. It's it's very different of how I feel with AKB. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. because in my point of view, AKB hasn't grown from their that style from way back when. Well, they have, but for for me, change isn't really good for from my end. <laughs> Let's just say that much. But and like like I said, it's this is a great song, and if. You like the song that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate people that that like this song. I I understand its appeal for me. It isn't working. Regardless, in in the summer sold a lovely twenty three thousand six hundred sixty three points, and continuing on up to number six, it is Koisu by Ato, and. N- no, nothing we can really talk about it. Ato has significantly made his presence known since since the whole stay at home movement, and this is one of the good things for him. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely twenty six thousand four hundred and eleven points, and going on up to number five, it is Aniba by Riona. So this is the second time we've come across her in the last couple months because she was on our our anime roundup so what did you guys think of anima 
So I liked it, but I've also been into some of the anime music again as of the last couple weeks. I I mean, I think it's a solid one. You can tell anima is definitely a theme and it's for Sword Out Online, the newest season. I think it's like Elicization or the Underworld. And I will, it gives me a very Lisa vibe. And I think I felt this last time as well. And I can see, you know, she's a very similar voice. I think Lisa has a little bit harder edge to her, but I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was actually a fantastic song and it made me want to watch the new season of SAO just to hear the song. Yeah, this, this song was absolutely fantastic. It wasn't my favorite song of the week. I think Arashi kind of landed that but still i felt like this was a pretty solid song i I thoroughly enjoyed it it definitely hits that anime feel if you're into that i i added this i hit the plus sign so uh i'm looking forward to listening to it a a few more times this week but it it was uh definitely a nice surprise and rihanna is yeah i think like the bulk of her stuff is associated with sort of online but you know she's pretty talented and you know there's a reason they keep going back to her and it's nice to see her uh on here and able to talk about anima yeah i was gonna say because so this is gonna be for the last season of sword art thank thank god but um, that that's a whole different dog there and yes it sounds like it was made for this for this anime and I I completely understand if you guys like it. It's this is the type of song this this vocalist does, and it's it's all right. I I I'm not a fan of Sword Art. I I read most of the books. I'm I'm a light novel reader. I'm not much of an anime watcher anymore. But it's it's interesting to kind of kind of see the effect of this is happening. Regardless, Anima sold a lovely 30,354 points. And going on to a hard number four here. has been on here t- at least for like almost the past month now. <laughs> uh, it is Yodu ni Kakeru by Yao Sobi. Nothing more we can say. She's amazing. And I can't wait to see more work by her. And this week it sold a lovely 32,213 points. And going on up, it is Fantastic Departure by the lovely Aquars group from the Love Live Sunshine anime. So, our resident Love Live person is here. So, what did you think about that, Luna? (laughs) I actually really liked it. And this is coming from someone who likes Saint Snow songs a little bit better than Aquars. And I thought it was solid. It was a very, very solid single. It made me want to rewatch Love Live again, the whole franchise, despite me thinking the original Love Live is better than Sunshine. But I think it's solid. I mean, great vocal work by all the girls. It was very cute. It was memorable. This is probably up there for some of their best songs. I mean, I think it's very solid. And I'm wondering, are we going to get another season or another movie? I'd be okay with that because Over the Rainbow was fantastic. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this song. I liked the first song a little bit more than the second, but I felt like both songs were pretty solid. And especially if you're a fan of the genre and of like, you know, the girls' idols group, I, I think like these two songs really work and they do the trick. They're fun, upbeat, have a good melody to them. Uh, so def- definitely 
if it's your thing, you'll you'll like it. Um, and yeah, I thought it was pretty pretty solid overall. So, like I said, it's very interesting to see our our attitude towards this type of genre change over the last like year and a half. I want to say because it yeah, got it to the point that right. we were dr- yeah we were dreading around anything that was released by Idol Master and Love Live for that matter. In, in our defense, too. we saw Idol Master almost every week and it was with dread. Yeah. And then when yeah. was the last time we've seen Idol Master? It's been a hot minute. <laughs> it's been a hot minute, but it's interesting that you say that because if everything that happened didn't happen, they probably would have been full force because this is this year's the 15th anniversary for Idol Master. Uh, yeah, you're probably 100% right on that. You're probably 100% yeah. So right. it probably would have been full force again, and with with to go back to your point there, Luna, with the whole thing of if they're going to make another anime or not or a project, it's they probably would have announced it fairly soon because the 10th anniversary for Love Live already happened. It's it's this year, so it would have been announced that. The they're gonna do another anime for Aquas or another movie for Aquas yeah. or continue on to another anime series moving on from Sunshine to another series because the, in the Love Live game that came out internationally this past year, they did introduce a brand new group, a brand new girls, a brand new school, and w- everyone keeps on thinking that this is going to be the new anime and the game was just to help promote it but we heard nothing they, they all the CUs are part of it haven't been have been lip shield uh, sealed about it so who knows at this point yeah so. and with everything going on right now i just i can't really see it i think you're right they would have announced something to get everyone hyped for it especially since it's the 10th anniversary so and you know what? If they do make one, great. If they don't make one, hey, I still got my love live and I'm happy and I can watch it anytime. See, now this will be interesting for your point of view because, you know, you've been watching Love Live and you've been really, really liking it as well. So would you want to watch this new season or this new series of girls? And I would. I would, yeah. to be honest. Um, so I loved the first one. I think that was freaking amazing. Sunshine for me, being honest, I had trouble getting into it. And I think it was because the main character annoyed me for a while. So, (laughs) and it did, but I eventually, she grew on me. And I think it was because I loved the music to Sunshine. I thought, of course, and Stain and Snow were fantastic. Mm -hmm. So I I got rid of my annoyance. But I would be Mm -hmm. okay with them bringing another team of girls because one, it switches it up. I kind of like that they did two seasons for each. And they kept them short, and they didn't keep reusing them, because after a while it runs out of, you know, things to do. So it keeps it refreshing, bringing in Mm. new artists and new music, and they can also do combinations later on, like they could get a chorus together. You know, they could get all the Love Live people, everyone together, and I'd be okay with that too. But I would be hyped if they did another, another franchise with New Girls. Yeah, because I was I was also gonna bring up with Saint Snow because Saint Snow is obviously much it's very popular for that 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 dual group that they introduced and the the CEUs that are associated with that group are really really talented. I've, I follow the 
one of them at least and they're, they're they're really good and it'd be very interesting to see what the love life franchise will be later on i would have to talk to our the the other anime podcasts that i listen to because they they mostly talk about love live i would love to have a conversation with them about this so regardless fantastic departure sold a lovely forty nine thousand two hundred sixty one points and then going on up to number two, it is Sherbert Pink by NGT48. It's been a while since I've said that name on the Oricon charts here. So, what do we think about the song? It's very interesting on my point of view for this, but I want to hear your guys' point of view first before I continue on. Um. So, for me, I totally forgot about them, to be honest, because it's, like you said, been a while. I thought it was pretty solid. My only issue is it's still very generic, but at the same time, like, they did a good job reminding everyone that, hey, we're still here, we're still creating music, this is who we are, and I mean, I thought it was cute, good harmonies, the music video was nice, I like their dresses, but the sad thing is, is like, five minutes after I listened to it, I totally forgot what that song was. And then I had to go back and try to remember. And then I went back and re-listened to it. Oh, that's what it was. And then two hours later, I forgot again. So (laughs) (laughs) that's my problem with groups like that is it's not as memorable enough. Yes, it's a solid track when you hear it and you think, oh my God, this is pretty good. But then if you forget about it later, how solid is it really? How memorable is it really? I still feel like it's generic and just out there to remind you, hey, we're still here. You know, I can think of other idol songs and other idol groups who've actually made me go out and buy a single and I'm not an idol person. Or actually stood out and I remembered it even if I didn't like it. So, that's just my two cents on that. Yeah, no, I thought this single was really, really good. I I liked it. It didn't wow me or blow my socks off or anything like that. But it was I felt like it did the job it needed to do because this is the first song after the big scandal and all the trouble that the group had and uh for I mean they've been gone I think over a year at this point so it's been a long time since we've seen them and I think Sherbert Pink really it hits the notes like I said it's not reinventing the wheel I'm not certain if they want to do that with this group at this point. I think they want to get the girls out there and you know oh, deliver no, no. something I, solid that fans can enjoy. I I was going to say this this thing wasn't going to invent the wheel. This no. is literally a reminder to say, yes. "Hey, we're here. These are the girls that we are that that we that stayed with us to be yeah, yeah. to be frank there. Yeah, the, <laughs> and you have to watch the music video to kind of get that sense. Yes. And go ahead and watch the music video because it does a good hard couple seconds focusing on each girl that is in this group because they kind of have to. That yeah. it's been almost over 2 years since their last single uh, since October of 2018. Yeah. So it's it's been a long They while. need this. This they need this injection of saying this is the girls that we are going to promote. Here are a little bit tidbits, just small tidbits of who they kind of want to image to proceed of them, of who they are. And after this whole whole 
tragedy that happened and the whole scandal that happened from them last year this is this is their point of saying this is going to be our girls we are this is the type of music we're going to do it wasn't turning any heads but that that's <laughs> that's very besides true. the point i remember yeah, liking I mean, one I of think, their singles but yes i think for for me i think sekai no hito a is a much better song but that's when everything was firing on all cylinders and and the sekai wa dokoma demo that was originally really really great i had high hopes for this group because during the time that they were uh, releasing stuff uh, they were doing something very different they were doing albeit not changing up the formula all too much, but they're doing something that I haven't heard from AKB or the 48 system in a long time. And Shadowberry Pink is not going to change that system all too much. They got a reintroduction and rejigger everything. But yeah. it's a good reintroduction song to say, yeah. hey, we're here, this is the people. I, I also think, if you if you watch the music video, I think they're trying to figure out which girls are marketable and which ones aren't. So um, I think they're they're paying attention to who sells what merchandise and, and who has what fans. Because I, I think if they have oh, one yeah. stand out, yeah. you know, she's going to get a little bit more promotion than some of the others. But yeah, yeah that, that's that's the whole reason why they were going through every single so, girl yeah. every couple of seconds because they <laughs> yeah. need to see they need to figure out who is going to be their sambat. I, I just I just wish they the I just wish they had figured out a better way to do it than the way that they did it in the in the video because it, it it's the girls interacting with the camera person so it it feels like yeah it well that's the whole thing with the forty eight system it's the girls next door yeah well, now that's true and they they do give off that vibe definitely that vibe. it's the girls next door and it's gonna be like hey i am with you and on a date with you these are the things that my everyday life i would like to do with you kind of thing it's it's very interesting like i i dig what they tried to do here yes but yeah. like for me that the song was it was all right like i said yeah <laughs> and it wasn't gonna change it had change heads but yeah this yeah, the whole the whole trying to focus on who's going to be marketable. There's a reason what they did is what they did. <laughs> yeah, and, and like I said, I, I thought the song was pretty enjoyable, all all, all things considered. I, I felt like it it did what it needed to do. I think it I think you can call it a success in a lot of ways, and the fact that it hit number two shows that it was a mildly successful song. I I mean I know there's the pandemic and there, there's also the fact that they went against number one, which. I think maybe took a couple of its sales, but you know, it's, oh yeah, <laughs> they, they still they still did a good job. Number two is nothing to scoff at, especially given the history of this group. And you, you know, hopefully we won't have to wait to, uh, a year and eight months for the next single. Hopefully they'll they'll have a faster turnaround. I mean, that, the, but the forty eight that record is going this year. That record is going to go to Kiyaki Zaka forty six. Let's just say that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know when we're going to hear from them again. So, uh, yeah. Re regardless, Sherbert Pink sold a lovely 81,465 points. And going on up to number one, it is Navigator by Six Tones. And oh, oh boy, uh, you guys already know how I really feel about this group. This group and then the, the other group that is associated with them. I just, I, I don't know how to feel about this, but... Let's hear what you guys got to say first. Okay, so I kind of felt the same way about the song that I did, the NGT song. It was very generic. And 
I liked the Six Tones versus Snowman song way better than this. However, I will say the Rapid Navigator I loved. It was very memorable and that stuck with me. I just thought the chorus was a little bit lacking for me. And I'm not I'm not saying it's like a bad song. It's okay. It's just not my favorite. I feel like it would have to grow on me. But at the same time, I'm I'm kind of standing back right now and seeing where they go and what they do. I still don't know what to make of this. I feel like this, like the NGT one, needs more listens because I totally forgot what I listened to like two minutes later. So then when I re-listened to it, I remembered the rap part because I had to listen to it a third time trying to remember what the chorus was. (laughs) So that's my issue with some of these. I feel like they're more by the numbers and a lot more generic. However, I will say the guys in six tones are pretty cute so can't deny that and so, I'm so sure it's, that's it's where they're getting there johnny's fans. charm is working right <laughs> that see that's where that charm is is like you put some cute guys in there who actually they have decent vocals i feel like they should utilize them more and if they did i want to hear them do a ballad because right now they're doing pop and lock stuff and mm. i like the rapper but i like rap so i just I'm just so, like, caught on a fence with this because I really want to like them and want them to do a song that I freaking love. And right now they haven't hit that to me. But I will say they got some good looks and they're dancing a spot on in the video. I mean, I thought that was really good. But it still lacks something. And I'm really hoping their, their next single picks up to what I feel like I'm missing something to make it click for me and you know make me like see where they're going to go from here so I'm still super in defense navigator didn't like sell me it just you know for me I feel like I'm gonna forget it next week yeah I mean I wasn't crazy about this song I I mean I I think I liked it better than dancing in the rain I, I wasn't a huge fan of that uh I like the snowman song Didi a lot more but you know it, it's a decent song it it hits the notes i think there's a lot of potential here i think there's a lot of unmined potential here but they're not mining it and i i really th- like i mean it, it's found its audience i don't know if they're gonna keep this shit going because it seems to be selling so uh industry standards if it's not broke don't fix it so I don't know if I'll ever be a Six Tones guy. Uh, I mean, I like Johnny's Juniors, but this is a something a little different. And I'm thinking maybe they might have a single one day that I absolutely love. I I hear it. I, I hear potential in these guys. I really do. But right now, I'm not seeing it. I'm not feeling it. It the song's okay. The rap is the most memorable part of it. And other than that, I I really just could leave the song as is. It just doesn't do anything for me. But you know. We'll, we'll see what they do next time. They'll be at top of the charts again, I'm certain. Oh, yeah. No, this is going to be top of the charts once again. To reiterate my point, I am a, I am an OG Johnny's fan. <laughs> I've, I've been a fan of Johnny's for a while now. When they make groups that uh, I knew with Juniors, eventually this, this whole change of what the industry is going to come was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. I Six Tones and Snowman, for that matter, isn't Johnny's for me. It's not that style that 
I grew up with in the industry with, and that's that's fine. I'm 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 more than accepting for that. And Navigator cemented that fact for me that for the industry to survive and for Johnny's Juniors to and Johnny's as a company to survive, they need to try different genres in the industry and six tones and for that matter snowman for that matter also is going to be one of those groups that isn't for me and i i'm perfectly happy i'm perfectly happy with that it's it's just navigator cemented that fact for me now they could change this on the third track i always give groups three singles before before i make my my mind up about them but from what i've heard as of right now they're not for me and it's for a different type of genre and different type of crowd that johnny is going to take the market with and that's fine that's fine i'm not gonna bag on anyone that likes this so navigator is a solid track it's very interesting but I'm not going to heed on it for, for that reason, for being different from what I consider Johnny's. Like I, th- like I said earlier, when we were going against this, what I think Johnny's Jr.'s, the traditional Johnny sense, it is King and Prince. King and Prince fits traditional Johnny's to a freaking T. And that's fine. That's fine. If I, if out of the whole Junior's competition, if I only like, jo- if I only like King and Prince, that, that's fine by me. But well, we'll see. I, I would like to hear more songs by Six Towns and Snowman. Snowman hasn't released their second single yet, but it's on the uprise. So we'll look forward to that. I'm looking yeah, forward to yeah. that. And, <laughs> I, and I know that you guys really, really like Snowman. And the Snowman was, what DD was, in my mind, the better song out of these two. If, if I had to pick the the lesser evils of the, the, the songs i hate that i had to say it like that but yeah yeah it, just what i think of what what the shift of genre is for johnny's and that's fine that's fine that's dd was a much better song but rega- regardless navigator sold a lovely six hundred twenty one thousand six hundred and fifty six points or i should say copies because still johnny's ways and they are only physical releases with that, let's continue on to the album side here. And nothing too out of the ordinary here. We got four live best or bish best at number 10. Wow at number nine from Rosalia. Number five by Mrs. Green Apple saying that at number eight. Make You Happy by Need You. Thank God I didn't have to listen to Need You this week, but that's neither here or there. At number seven, Traveler by Official Heliodondism at number six. Nenchurena by Stardust Review. That is a very interesting. I would like to go into that a little bit later because review is always good to hear. Hungary. I always forget how we say this. Hungary. And I keep forgetting to ask my friend. And I'm so glad 17 is still going strong. I mean, they've been really holding on. Oh, yeah. But Hungary by 17 at number four. Man with a Best Mission at number three from Man with a Mission. Map of the Soul, Seven the Journey by BTS at number two. And Letters from Bish, their super single. I guess it's a, they consider it an album now. 
at number one. So congratulations for Bish. They got on the, the album side twice there for this release. But yeah, with that, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ongakudu. You can find us at all the lovely social media stuff at Ongakudu on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the site at Ongakudu.com. And don't forget to check out our newest segment on the site called Ongaku Go. So go right ahead and check that out. And you can listen to all our lovely affiliates, Kanye Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer who does Donkey Kong 64 and just Donkey Kong. I, I swear to God, he has like a love-hate relationship with that series right now because he just wants all the Kongs. But you can listen to that at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also listen to our other affiliate, Timberta. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right and doing a lot of Zelda Twilight Princess randomizers. So basically, you enter a dungeon. It could be any dungeon, and it mixes up the stories just quite a bit. So it's a very interesting premise, and you can check it out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-R-T-A-F-T. You can also watch your sister, Luna, Rose, who is doing the lovely Monster Hunter, and going th- is she going through Animal Crossing on, on her streams? I I need to ask her. I know she just did a stream of Monster Hunter earlier this week with some mm-hmm. people online, so she yes. was excited about that. But as far as Animal Crossing goes, I know she's playing it. I mm. can't verify if she's streaming it though. Ah, I see, I see. But yeah, you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And you can lastly check out our other affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name. She is a variety streamer and very, very loved by the Zelda community. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. And you can also check out the podcast that I do with Fangirl, Lou, and timber called potasaurus that is we go off the seat of our pants of what we talk about for the gaming industry and you can check out all the lovely things we talk about on all podcast services you can check it out by seeing just type in curry hunter you can find it right there but yeah, you can find me on Twitter at otyken one where I talk about Bang Dream, I know Eyeball and more Bang Dream. And occasionally games, I don't know. I, this this upcoming episode of Potosaurus will probably rag on Xbox. It's just a freaking mess right now. But look forward to that. And you can find Renford at Renford D. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at Ongaku Gray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, all that fun jazz. I tweeted about the late discovery as soon as I found it. So if you follow me there... If I find a cool discovery, you will definitely be the first one to see it. And you, Luna? You can find me as Lunamaria87 on Twitter, my anime list, Anime Planet, and Letterboxd, where you can see what I'm watching or talking about. And you can follow me as Nerdy Collector Luna on Instagram. But yeah, once again, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku to You. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna signing off, saying I hope everyone has a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. Ja matane. And this is great. Hope everyone has a wonderful week, and we'll see you guys next time.